Good morning, peeps. Welcome to another episode of Safe Space. If this is your first time listening, welcome and make yourself at home. I truly appreciate you for pulling up and listening to the podcast. Um, Make sure that you share this podcast with someone. Um, You know, definitely um, go follow us on social media. We are on Instagram um, under um, at safe underscore s dot p dot a dot c dot e um safe space um this podcast is available on most platforms spotify anchor overcast pocket cast breaker radio public and google podcast apps um so if you have any businesses or platforms or any kind of outreach that you're doing, feel free to drop me a message on IG. Again, my name is Tiffany. I'm the creator of Safe Space. Um, My goal on here is to not only share content with you, but I also want to be a support, a supporter for anything that you're doing. So if I can like or share your post to support or help spread the word, I'm willing to do it again. So this is safe space and glad you guys pulled up on a Wednesday. Um, actually today is the day before Thanksgiving and like this, this year seemed like (laughs) it was just ongoing forever. Um, but yeah, so Thanksgiving is tomorrow and I don't know about you, but I'm so thankful for for each and every one of you that come and continuously listen and support the podcast. Um, even if you have liked, followed, or commented on the IG page, I definitely appreciate you as well. And I'm I'm also grateful that I'm still here and not trying to be deep, but there are a number of things that have shaken my world this year, you know, obviously on top of the pandemic, um, but I'm still here and flourishing And this year is one for the books. And, you know, even though we started this, um, you know, in March, I've been working from home and my daughter was here with me. We were doing homeschooling for most of the year and we got through it (laughs) and it it was rough because I I basically had to improvise and I had to restructure my day. And I'm thankful for, you know, employment. I'm thankful for a job where, you know, everybody is in the same boat. So, you know, when I have Zoom meetings, when I'm on Microsoft Teams, whatever the case is, um, my daughter was on there too. She was in the meetings with me. So, um, you know, I just appreciate being a part of an organization that, you know, understands what we're going through. Um, and still provides that support needed, you know, to obviously, you know, care for my family, um, as well as work full time. So yeah, I'm grateful for that. Um, and my daughter who has been everything I needed during this time and they say kids are resilient and she is like, if resilient, if her, her face should be next to the word resilient in the dictionary, I'm trying to tell you, like she mastered, you know, virtual learning, quote unquote, or, you know, homeschooling. Um, of course she was excited. She, um, to get back to, you know, seeing some of her friends, you know, COVID safe, but I'm just thankful that we're in good health. Um, and then also I'm thankful for the tribe that has been with me through this journey. Um, some of them I've known forever, 
and I consider them my sisters, um, best friends. And, and then there are people I connected with on this journey who fit what I needed in this season. And I don't know if I would have ever connected with them if it hadn't, hadn't been for the pandemic, if it hadn't been for things I was going through in my personal life. So I'm really grateful that, you know, despite all that has been happening, like God knows who I needed and he's paired me with the right people. And then also, um, you know, I got to thank God for some closed doors. Like sometimes we, we thank God for things that, you know, have gone our way, but also we need to thank God for some closed doors that he wouldn't let us walk through or, or breaking off some connections that, um, that needed to be severed. And in all things, you know, I have to give thanks for where I am because, you know, a lot of people are struggling in this season, you know, whether it's, you know, mental health, emotional health, whatever it may be. Um, it's, you know, this, this year has been, um, a trying year, but, you know, shout out to those who are still moving and shaking, even throughout this, this season of transition, you know, great things are in store for us. So one thing I did, I have been doing is just writing down things that I'm thankful for, especially when, like when I feel myself getting agitated by someone or some things, like I started writing down things that I'm thankful for. And it's just a reminder that like, not, not to let the small stuff bother you, not to let those things, um, overtake you. So I would encourage you guys to do the same, or maybe you're already doing it. Um, and then also reach out to someone, you know, during these next few days, let them know that you appreciate them. Um, some people, sometimes people need that affirmation and especially to those who are, um, who are triggered, you know, during holiday season, you know, whether it's loss of loved ones and things like that. So if you know somebody, you know, who may be a bit, you know, emotional or having some trouble, um, you know, expressing their feelings or things like that, just reach out to them, you know, shoot them a text, give them a call. I'm, I like talking on the phone. Um, you know, I know this, I don't mind sending a text, but sometimes I like to hear people's voices, especially now, like we're all consolidated and <laughs> we're all in this house, you know, in solitude. So, you know, just let them know that you appreciate them, those people that are in your life. So I want to um, talk for a few minutes. Um, this is episode six and I call this episode the Hunger Games. So this is not in congruence with the movie, The Hunger Games. In fact, I don't even think I've ever sat down and watched the whole movie, but there's some people out there who love The Hunger Games. I just actually thought the title was dope and applicable <laughs> to what um, what the topic was. So um, I attached this title to the episode because some of us, including me, have experienced a season or time where we didn't make the best decisions. It's hard to look at it in that moment and say, like, this is not it. But sometimes when you're able, when you've gone through it and you're able to detach yourself from a person or an event, we can now look back and say, you know what, I, I definitely could have done better. And I've had those moments. And it's not so much as reliving the past. I think it's sometimes we have to look back to see what we can do different so that we're not living in a pattern or a repetitive life. 
Some of your worst decisions can come in a state of hunger, which is why I titled this The Hunger Games, because I really want to focus on, um, you know, things that we may be lacking and versus things that we may be um, seeking. So it's hard to maintain a healthy lifestyle when you are wanting the things that are unhealthy, right? So like I know I spent a few days, um, about a couple months ago, I spent a few days juicing. So it was hard for me to completely, like I, I fasted before and I, I do fast um, occasionally, but I think in that moment, it was hard to just put down everything that I was doing and just say, okay, I'm juicing for the next five, three days or five days. Um, so, but it's hard to maintain, you know, a healthy lifestyle when you have those cravings and how do we get into that state? So it could be, so, um, and I'm speaking in the natural now, it could be chronic disappointment over the course of your life. So, you know, for some, it may be from a parent walking out on them or feeling a, you know, feeling of abandonment, or it could come from an early heartbreak that you never recover from. If you experience one disappointment after another, that's enough to make you lose hope in the possibility that whatever you're seeking will happen for you. And if you haven't recovered from those events, you begin to enter into a state of hunger. And I I can recall, like, I went through a tough breakup in college. I think that was probably my first, like, real in-love relationship. And then it ended bad. It really did. And I looked down the, like, look back and I'm like, I don't know if I ever truly recovered for that because mm-hmm. when you're, when you're like 19, 19, 20, 21 years old, you know, like my mindset was, all right, let me just, you know, keep it moving. And at that time I wasn't practicing like healing, um, strategies or I wasn't really focused on, you know, getting better. It just was kind of like, all right, I'm just, I need to move on from this. So I think when you go through things like that and you never truly recover, you never recover from it, it get it brings you to a state of, okay, there's something that like I'm seeking and I don't have it. So how can I get it? So when you're going after things that are, are not good for you, but look good to you in that moment, that like, that's an example of being in a state of hunger. And when you do that, like you jeopardize everything that was supposed to be for you and that was supposed to attach itself to you. So this just goes back to decision-making. It's hard to make a, a sound decision when we're in a state of hunger. So again, a hunger, and I know this is, you know, a, so we all know what hunger is, but I, I felt like the definition was so impactful. Um, so it says hunger is a feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by lack of food coupled with the the desire to eat. Again, hunger is a feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by lack of food coupled with the desire to eat. The back part of that definition is so noteworthy because you can be in a state of discomfort or weakness, but when you combine that with the desire to seek whatever you feel will make you content for that moment, 
it becomes potent. So I talked a little bit um, about distractions a couple of episodes ago, and I said distractions come in your waiting season. And again, I can speak from experience, especially in regards to relationships. Um, But the ones who survive it are the ones that are full. Okay, so the ones who fall are the ones who are in a state of hunger. And I just want to talk about like the the impact that can happen. You can forfeit your destiny if you are not careful of of how you approach decision making and how you give into your desires for things that may not be built into your purpose. So a lot of us are on the path of living out our purpose. And in conjunction with that, we have to make sure that we're focused on what decisions that we make, because at the end of the day, the wrong decision can throw you completely off track. And it it may take some time for you to recover what you lost in that process. So whatever, whatever it seems, and I put quotes on that, whatever it seems that you're lacking will be the thing that will be more available to you than anything else. In fact, that may be a clear indicator if something is right for you or if it's not. Like it's too, it's too available. So let's look at like dating and relationships. I always say be wary of people that move too fast. And not saying that connections should take a long time to develop, but if things begin to move at a fast pace and it doesn't give you peace, I feel that that is a red flag. Again, I'm not a relationship expert, but I also have been through some experiences and I look back and I'm like, hey, like, okay, that's that's definitely a red flag. And believe it or not, you have the power to control the access to your life. So I want to say, take your power back because when we allow these things um, to happen, like when we ignore red flags, when we when the signs are clearly in our face and we, we still decide to move forward with whatever that may be, we, we now relinquish the power that we have over our decision-making because we know that some, some situations are just not, not, not right for us, but we still try to go out there and test the, I don't know why we do that. We, we still go out there and test the waters and, you know, it may be because, you know, we think that the situation may work out in our favor in the long term, or we may feel like we can maybe change a person or something like that. But we have to be in control of what we give access to. So at this point, I only allow what is necessary to elevate my growth. Anything else has to return to where it came from. And that's just bottom line. And again, that comes with that comes from experience. I've let some things, I've let people in my life that I knew shouldn't have been there. So now I'm in, and because I recognize it, and this, uh, this goes from just learning, learning your mistakes, learning, um, you know, looking over your experience, not saying relive the past. I'm not saying that you have to, um, you know, really, take a deep dive into it, but look at, you know, your past experiences and and things that haven't gone right and just take something from that. So 
when you do that, you get into a position where, okay, I'm only allowing what is necessary to elevate my growth. That's it. And I'm not making any exceptions for it. And I'm not making any, and I'm not giving any apologies for it as, as well. So this includes people, jobs, and business, business decisions and whatever else you want to throw in this category. We only get to that place when we are full and not in a place of hunger. So how do we get there? I think the first thing we need is joy. And it may sound cliche, but, and that is so important now, like as we are in the holiday season, as I said, like this, this may be a time where for some people it may trigger some emotional events or issues. If we have joy, we have contentment. So if I'm filled with joy, I have no room for anything else that will cause me to move backwards in my life. I'll be more aware of things that are trying to gain access to my life and can treat them appropriately. I can now say no to things that are detrimental to my future and keep moving. So again, some people are going to have to get their feelings hurt in the season and that's okay. I have nothing, (laughs) I have nothing to do with that. And I'm not saying that you have to be nasty to people or you have to, um, treat them mean, but I also feel like I'm in charge again of who I let into my life and what I let into my life. Okay. So it's like, I have like a lock and keypad. Like, okay. I know this person will not be a part of me this season. So I have no problem with saying no. Like, that's it. They say no is the answer. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, you have to be in control of what your future looks like and what your destiny looks like. And I'm not saying keep everything and everyone out, but I now have discernment because I am not operating out of hunger. And I know like the, you know, society and the culture, you know, always talks about being thirsty. It's the same thing. But you know, when you are in a state of hunger, when you start, like just naturally, when you're hungry, you start getting delusional, you get headaches, you can't function properly, you are tired. Those are the symptoms when you are not in a place to make a good decision. Because at that point, I'll settle for anything. Start doing things that will bring you joy. The only way to fill your appetite is by engaging in things and with people who will help you grow. So whatever that looks like for you, um, I believe that good results will come out of good habits. And when we look at people, like we look at people who begin taking medications or begin a new lifestyle. So depending on what the situation is, normally it says you will start to see results after a week or after 30 days. It's just like exercising. Like, yeah, we, we start working out one day and then we in the mirror trying to look for abs. I mean, it's going to take time for us to get to where we, where our end goal is. So, um, you know, it may take a week and may you know, 30 days or sometimes 90 days for your body to get accustomed to whatever, you know, new lifestyle that you're, you're going through. And I, for me, and I'll just speak on my routine, <clears throat> I would say at least for the past, um, six months or so is waking up, going straight to my Bible at and hearing what God says. And I think before the pandemic, 
I was always, I felt like I was always in a rat race. Like I would, I would wake up, get my kid ready for school, drop her off, go to work, be in meetings all day, come home, basically do the same thing. Pick her up from school, do homework, cook, like all of that stuff. It gets to be repetitive. And I was in between, you know, those hours, I was trying to find time, you know, to read my Bible some days, you know. I wouldn't be as dedicated to it, but I think for me now, my I'm, I'm trying to be intentional. My my goal is to be intentional about what God says about me, what God says about his people, like all of those things. So even, you know, when I wake up, no phones, no checking messages, just focusing at that moment. And like every morning, 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, sometimes longer, that's what I devote to. And I feel like it really sets the tone for the day. And again, this may not be everybody's, um, you know, routine, but I'm just, you know, throwing things out there that I have done to incorporate in my, in my joy. So I started, I also started walking two miles, three to four times a week. I've never done that in the past. <laughs> um, and small changes can make big impacts. So, and I'll, I'll be honest, little things like that build up confidence. They really can. And, and it's important for us to start celebrating those, those small changes in our life. Because if I feel like I'm like, oh, I can walk two miles. I can do that on a regular basis. And I think it's also good to break up the monotony of being in the house and being confined because of the pandemic. So whatever, like, you know, if you have a small creek near your house or whatever the case is, you know, go out and enjoy that time of solitude. Or if you have, if you want, include your family, you know, take a, a family walk or something like that. And just, just those little changes in your life, I'm telling you, I think they will make a big impact. So do I think that, do I think this is the solitary key to staying on track and maintaining progress in our lives? No, but I, but it does move you in the right direction to make better decisions and be in control of the energy that flows around you. Confidence is key, uh, but we also need to be proactive. And I truly believe that the enemy comes through our problems and our deficiencies. So when you hear that voice speaking negative, negatively over you, you have to be ready to combat. Guard your heart. Don't let anything come and penetrate it that is not strengthening it. This comes from knowing who you are and what you have to offer. If I know this person is not supposed to be in my life in this season, I have to make sure that that front door of my life is locked and the back door. Again, it's so easy to be pulled in when you have a deficiency in your life. So whether you're in a state of whether you're in a state of, of loneliness or you, you feel alone and you feel that whatever, you know, person, you know, shows you attention is the person that's for you. No, mm-mm. no, we're not, we're not doing it in this season. So it, again, it doesn't matter whether it's a love interest and that person has showed you that they are not qualified to be in your life. You have to walk away. And does it get lonely when you are waiting? It does. Does it get boring? It does. But you have to fill your life up so those symptoms don't creep up. People take vitamins all the time to build their immune system, especially during this season. People are taking all types of stuff so they don't have to fight off a a cold, a flu, COVID, whatever it is. 
later. But what vitamins are you implementing in your life to help build you up? And again, I talked about, you know, those things that bring you joy. If we're filled up, we don't have to be in a state of hunger. So now if a situation comes up as a test, you won't be in a situation where you're defenseless because now my defense mechanisms have been built up because I've been doing these things. I've been preparing myself. I'm confident in who I am. I'm confident in what I have to offer. So when the wrong thing comes, comes along, I'm not entertaining it. Right. So again, I think confidence is key. Um, you know, adding those things to your life that brings you joy, whatever that may be, you might not follow my routine, but you may create your own routine. Um, and let's win together. Let's, um, continue to build in this season. Let's continue to have the right people around us. Um, so we can all win. And I'm, I'm claiming that 2021 is going to be the best year of my life. I don't know what that looks like. I don't have a clue about the details and it might not be for me to know, but I'm making a declaration that next year is going to be the best year of my life. So y'all wait and see, but I want to leave you with two scriptures. Um, the first scripture is Proverbs 27, seven. It says, one who is full loathes honey from the comb, but to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. That basically wrapped up this whole episode. One who is full loathes honey from the comb, but to the hungry, even what is bitter tastes sweet. So again, in this season, if it's bitter, it ain't right. Um, and then the other scripture is James 1.8. It says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So again, we want to be in this season, we want to be in a position to make a sound decision because when we're, when we're exercising wisdom, I think wisdom opens up so many things in our lives. And if we're not in a position when we're able to make a sound decision, it can create so many problems and so much disruption. And we want to try to eliminate that. But thank you again for listening to this episode called The Hunger Games. Um, Thank you for joining Safe Space. Um, I appreciate, um, again, your support um, that that you've shown me. Um, Definitely follow us on IG. Um, You know, we're always putting out content. Um, So again, if you have businesses, platforms that you would like, um, you know, a shout out or anything like that, shoot me a DM. Um, And, you know, we're going to we're all going to win in this season. So I'm declaring that for all of you who are listening. So I appreciate you. Happy Thanksgiving to you guys. And I'll talk to you guys later.